Vision Christian Radio bumper stickers are a practical way to show the world how much you love vision. New stickers are available now. Choose the I Love Vision sticker or your local frequency and proudly display your affiliation with Australia's national Christian radio network. It's more than just a sticker, it's a statement and might help someone you'll never meet discover vision and start looking to God daily. Whether you're parked or cruising through town, Vision Bumper Stickers will turn heads and spark conversations. Stick it, show it, and let everyone know you're tuned to Vision. Available now at vision.org.au slash stickers. Order your Vision Bumper Sticker today. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Here's a deep financial insight for you. If you spend more than you earn, eventually you're going to go broke. (laughs) Pretty deep, huh? And it holds true whether you're a country, a company, a family or an individual. It's true right across the board. So why do so many people then spend more than they earn? I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we chat about being money-wise. Jokes aside, it's not rocket science. If you spend more than you earn, you will go into debt. If you keep spending more than you earn, you'll go into more debt. And if you keep on doing that, eventually the interest payments will consume all of your income and you won't have enough to live on. So... What you'll have to do is to sell off your assets, the house, the car, if you have them, to pay the ever-growing interest payments. And the point at which your income is no longer sufficient to cover your outgoings, and at the time where your assets are no longer greater than your debts, you are officially insolvent, bankrupt, broke. That's it. That's the harsh financial reality. And right now, it's a reality that many a large wealthy country is facing. Right now, the United States of America, the richest country in the world, has so much debt that it owes, wait for this, over $16 trillion. That's over $50,000 for every man, woman and child in the country. And that debt is growing at $4 billion a day. That's one big credit card bill. Now, I have no political comment to make about that. As you can tell from my accent, I'm not an American. It's just an amazingly, massively incomprehensible debt, is it not? But what about at a personal level? What about you and me? One of the things that happened when credit cards were invented and they became prevalent, at least in the Western world, is that people stopped budgeting their finances. In a cash economy, and I remember being paid in cash when I started working, that's just the way things were back then, the process of budgeting is somewhat easier. We had so much cash in hand. We put aside some of it to pay for our accommodation, electricity, gas, those usual bills, and what we had left was what we had to either spend or save. And when that was gone, it was gone, that's it. There was pretty much no way of going into debt other than to take out a loan with a bank, and that wasn't, as I recall, such an easy thing to do. These days, though, credit cards are a big thing and people find it very easy to run up very large bills very quickly debts they can't afford to service and so we can't afford to give to the poor or save any money for the future because we blew it all last week on an impulse buy on our credit cards right 
It's that ready access to debt that's blown many a budget apart. It's why so many people are doing it tough financially. It's why so many countries are doing it tough financially. We buy more than we can afford. We live beyond our means. So what's required is a budget. I mean, countries have budgets. Families and individuals need to have budgets too. We just do. Here's some biblical wisdom on budgeting, again, as we've found over the last few weeks from the Old Testament book of Proverbs in the Bible. Proverbs chapter 24, verses 3 and 4. By wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant things. How do you build a house? With wisdom. How do you fill it with good things? By knowledge. In other words, it's not something you just slap up without thinking. You plan, you use your brain, you apply your wisdom and understanding to making it happen. And that's exactly how it is with our finances. We were always meant to be good stewards of what we have. And in fact, there's more wisdom a few chapters later in that book of Proverbs that relates specifically to budgeting. Yeah, you wouldn't credit it, would you? God's Word, the Bible, has specific advice on budgeting in it. You want to know what it is? Have a listen. Know well the condition of your flocks and give attention to your herds. For riches don't last forever, nor a crown for all generations. When the grass is gone and the new growth appears and and the herbage of the mountain is gathered, the lambs will provide your clothing and the goats the price of a field. There will be enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and nourishment for your servant girls. This is what the website faithandfinance.org has to say on this passage. They say it's interesting to read this passage and see that the writer isn't saying it might be good if you plan ahead or if it's convenient plan ahead with your resources. It's actually a pretty clear set of instructions to apply a budget to your income and to watch your resources carefully. There are two basic principles that come from this passage. Firstly, if you budget, you will have enough to cover for your expenses. And secondly, if you don't budget, you'll struggle to meet your obligations and you won't pass on an inheritance to your children, grandchildren, or anyone else for that matter. Is that pretty straightforward? Yes, it is. Absolutely it is. And so if your finances aren't quite in the state that they should be, if you're finding it just a little bit tough to make ends meet, here's the important godly wisdom that I want to share with you today. Make a budget... And stick to it. This is just so important. Know well the conditions of your flock. Give attention to your herds. Your riches won't last forever. Your crown won't last for a generation. When the grass is gone, you need to have stuff to eat, is what God's saying. You need to be able to put food on your table. So you need to know the conditions of your assets. That's what a budget is all about. It doesn't have to be complicated. But the end result will be that you'll know what all your important commitments are. You'll know what your income is. You'll know that your income covers your commitments. And you'll also know exactly how much you have left over to save or to spend or both. We aren't meant to live in massive debt. We're meant to enjoy what we have. And that's what a budget is all about. So again, if things aren't quite working out the way they should be, It's time for you, yes, you, to put together a simple household budget. This is my income. These are the things I have to spend money on. This is the food. This is what I have left over. And then stick to it. I've never spoken to a single person who's regretted doing a budget. So just do it. 
The second part of it, sticking to it, well, that can be a little bit hard because there are just so many nice things out there to spend your money on, aren't there? Shoes and clothes and toys and gadgets and, and makeup and power tools and restaurant meals and holidays and stuff and stuff and stuff. So what do we do when we're tempted to blow our budget on an impulse buy? The answer is we count the cost. Again, Jesus, this is what he said, Luke chapter 14, verse 28. Which of you, intending to build a tower, doesn't first sit down and count the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it? Counting the cost is about assessing the impact on our finances, right? Whether you're building a tower, whether you're making an impulse buy. And the beauty of having a budget is that when you look at that thing that you want to buy, you'll know exactly, I mean exactly, what the impact's going to be. Well, if I buy that now, it's going to take me eight weeks in my budget to be able to pay it off. That means I won't be able to do this or buy that or this for eight weeks. Eight weeks? No way. It's not worth it. That's basically it. In fact, without a budget, we simply have no way of counting the cost and the Bible, as we saw, plainly tells us that we need to have a budget. We need to have a count of our assets. We need to apply the old grey matter to assessing our income and our expenditure. So when it comes to something we need down the track, like, ooh, I don't know, food, electricity, those sorts of mundane things, we'll actually have the money to be able to afford them. Worth doing, do you think? Social media is a great way to stay connected to your friends and the world around you. And we'd like to invite you to be part of the Christianity Works community. The Christianity Works community is full of daily thoughts and devotions and inspirations. So no matter what kind of day you're having, you can be encouraged. If you're on Facebook, search for the Christianity Works page and like us. When you do, you'll see some encouragement from your friends and community at Christianity Works, including free booklet downloads from time to time. But more than that, it's a library of thoughts and verses that you can share with your friends and family. So we'll be sharing God's Word together. It's a great way to share the good news of Jesus amongst all the chaos. Amen. So, like Christianity Works on Facebook, be encouraged and blessed, and share some of that with your friends as well. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.